go. The Break Room. Hi, this is Angela Kinsey from NBC's The Office, and you're listening to The Break Room. Raise the roof. <laughs> What's up? The Break Room, where cutting-edge technology lives. All right, check out this bad boy. 12 megabytes of RAM, 500-megabyte hard drive, built-in spreadsheet capabilities, and a modem that transmits at over 28,000 BPS. Pow, pow. What are you going to use it for? Games and stuff. <laughs> Uh-oh. My headphones just went you out. Completely. Just broke all what the, the hell? You could have broken all the microphones by doing that. Mm, that's true. I think I did because my headphones are out completely. That's what okay. What the hell? Sweet. Mm. I'll make do. Oh, there went my headphones. Oh, great. And, oh, great. <laughs> and there we go. Planner on the way out. Yay for technology. <laughs> mm. Splitters apparently do not seem to be the most reliable. No, the best in audio Thanks, quality. you just okay. knocked my headphones out again. You just Appreciate turned it all off, back Dustin. In? I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, they were working just fine. Thanks, Dustin. You just turned us all off. <laughs> Way to go. Let me just... I, what are you doing? I apologize to all our listeners out there. <laughs> no, okay, now you're uh, fucking up my headphones. Uh, Is that better? Yeah, okay, they're on. I'm just going to stand here right here. I'm going to hold my arm out like this. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> there. Everybody Leave good on. now? I'm okay, good. Don't, don't breathe. Okay. Actually... <laughs> Okay. Pow 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 pow. Pow pow pow. More of a more of Thomas's minor on the way out now. I'm Thomas the Tankin. No, what are you doing? <laughs> pow. Pow, pow. Pow. Well, it is the break room back once again, episode pow, 149. Pow. POW. <laughs> <laughs> On the July 1609. Is that what this is? It is the July 16. Ah! Or the 17, <laughs> as you're uh, so inclined to, to listen to. But listen. <laughs> pow. <laughs> So no one gets that. This has been an up and up and down <laughs> day for the break room. Pow, pow. I think it's been a pretty good up day. It's been a pretty good up day, but we certainly went up and down in our plans. Originally, we were going to do a show, and then we said. decided not to do a show. What? You, she shot. She talked about shows by the going up and down. No. Oh. Um, then we we're working to do a normal show. We were just going to watch Public Enemies and review that. It's and now scoreboard. we decided to do another show again. And we'll tell you why later in the show. Stay tuned. Probably not, though. Stay tuned, sports fans. Uh, we, may, we may not. We have a big announcement coming up in the uh I'll tell you right hour. now. I'm quitting pow. the show. Pow, 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 pow. I'm out of here. Get fuck the fuck this. out of here. Fuck you. Leave. Pow, 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 pow. Pow, to you. <laughs> it's a dog way to quit. Don't worry, pow, anyone pow, that's pow, listening. Pow. The announcement is not that we're quitting the show. It's a big announcement you actually want to stick around for. Exactly. I know you're all worried. So we're going to pot fade. I vow to never pot fade. To their genitalia. All that, right. Is that how they should wait? <laughs> yes. With probes connected to their genitalia. I'll wait like that, everybody. <laughs> so, yes, big announcement at some point in the show. Sex so, let's go to voicemails. We have a voicemail from an unknown number. Hmm. What if it's Helma? 
Uh, hi, this is Ashley Martin calling on behalf of a certified nonprofit agency. You may Don't recall you know. receiving a letter stating that you've been approved to consolidate your credit cards to as low as 1.9% interest. And uh, this is not a new loan, and you've already been approved. So in order to lower your rates before the next billing cycle, I do need to find out what your current balances are. So if you could please call me with your statements ready. My number 16, here is 1-800-310-9636. Again, that's 1-800-310-9636. And you can reach me here until 10 p.m. Thank you. That's not a very high balance, Mark, that you have that you need to consolidate your debts. $2. Guys, I'm in a tough spot. <laughs> I'm going to have to refinance this apartment. <laughs> I, if I can't do that, I may have to let them foreclose on it. <coughs> and the, the uh, flimsy table. All right. The All right. table That's may have the to first go thing we'll take. <laughs> That's the most valuable thing you got. You'll be on uh, that Repo Men show and we'll just be coming in for the table. It's my table. Yeah. Give me my table. Do you remember the old desk chairs? Don't care about those. We want the table. <laughs> yes, take my desk chairs. Do you remember them? <laughs> And we have one from the head. <laughs> Maybe if you engage them in crocodile mile talk, they won't take it. Uh oh. Hey now. Uh oh. He's being he's being shot by a laser. Yeah. Apparently the head got assassinated. Right as he was trying to call. <laughs> <laughs> so Het, apparently you got shot by a laser, according to Skype. It's just 34 seconds, but all we hear is a laser blasting you to death. I hope you're okay. I hope you're okay. I hope you're okay, yes. I wish we had heard from you earlier before you got shot with a laser. You know how I know that you're gay? Because you got shot by a laser? Because you got I hope the he's okay. Because we care for our fellow human beings? That's, yeah, that's part of why. Yeah. Well, another excellent intro to this show. High five. So, this week we have a... We haven't done... We're going to do something we haven't done in a long time, and that is destroy and break down a list. A listy listerson. And if I knew where that article was, there we go. Do you masturbate? This list is supposedly, this comes from the top tens.com. I like to make love. It is supposedly the top 10 lists, or the top 10 lists, the top 10 songs of all time. This is not one specific genre of all, of all time. Is this list bullshit? I'm ready to declare it's bullshit, okay. but we'll determine that. We are the team, the list breaking down team. Team. Ladies and gentlemen, we are kind of late on the announcement. Live. And yes, we are live uh, at bambuser.com slash the brick room. Although telling you now is really going <laughs> to yeah. make anybody else come. Yeah. In case you have to be listening to this and you want to go back and just retroactively <laughs> pretend like you were here, go for it. Um, and we'll be here next week as well, next Thursday, uh, live here in Bambuser as well. Mm. Always have links in the check in the uh, forum at popsandnicket.com and on Twitter. Anyways, and forum. on Twitter, huh? In the chip forum, chip forum. Chip forum. But it kind of really didn't finish it. Yeah, you kind of are speaking like a crazy old forty nine er or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's on the forum. Oh, <laughs> Michael Trabtree. At what level? Uh, okay, so number ten of all time is supposedly this song. Number ten.
Let's get out. Listen to these amazing quotes from the users of thetop10s.com. Wellgarden says, This is the best song I have ever heard. God and is a dyke. From Jane Asher, That's my favorite song. I love John Lennon. Mazel mazel. That's what God loves. Wow, these are the highlights we have on this list. Right so right what do y'all think? Uh, it, I think it deserves to be in the top ten of all time. I, I think it might actually deserve to be a little bit higher. Uh, maybe like nine. Now I haven't really <laughs> since I didn't know we were doing this list until about two seconds ago. Yeah, I haven't really had a chance to think about what yeah. I would put in the top ten. I haven't either. But I so for this list, I'm just going to say yes. This possibly could be in the top ten, or no, this saying. shouldn't be in the top ten ever. Right. I'm not going to say I actually think this is one of the top ten songs of all time. I'm just saying going to say yeah, I could see why people would vote on this. It's a this one. Song. I pass. It could Good be point. somewhere in the top ten. It's one of the more legitimate ones on the good list. Good song. Good point. Number nine. What do you think, Dustin? I also think it's pretty good. That's, I enjoy that song. You only get analysis like that here <laughs> in the break room. No, I, I write for that top ten songs website. Oh, do you? that was my analysis. You oh, okay, amazing. Yeah, because there's really no analysis it was, here. It was that's my favorite song. <laughs> I love John exactly. Lennon. <laughs> there you go. See, no, it's it's a good song. Uh, it's kind of cheesy, but it's still done really well. I don't really think of it as cheesy. Maybe it's cheesy just because it's been you. It's been played to death now, retrospectively. But it's just it's. I don't know. It's just so utopia that never obviously is going to happen. But I don't know. Dude, maybe people would have faith. There weren't so many naysayers like you, naysaying this. If you could just imagine, if, if I like, could, if you could just what imag- can I imagine, could you just imagine? What do I need to imagine? The world being a perfect place. Just start yaysaying. Stop naysaying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You, if you, you would just say. let your mind go and imagine, then you would understand the song Imagine. Say, everybody say yay. Come on. Say yay. I don't think I'm going to say that. Say yay. I don't think I'm going to say The leprechaun wants you to. But instead, you're like, no, I'm not going to imagine. I'm going to go ride my bike in 105 degree weather. <laughs> to the blockbuster. And, and realize how terrible life is. <laughs> Pow. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, number nine, we certainly played on this show before. And... Unlike Paperback Radio and Outside the Cinema, no. I'm claiming this song for us. We did it first. I can prove it. This is exclusive. You do not claim this for yourselves. This is our podcast music. Just like all these fuckers putting in Douche of the Week and everything. We did that right. a long-ass time ago. And Wayback Machine. Serious? Wayback Machine, yes. Fuck Are You Serious Podcast. Having a Douche of the Week. Oh, they have a Douche of the Week? Yeah. I, know that. I saw it on the front of the forums. That's not like I listen to that shit. So what are these other podcasts claiming? Oh, we've heard certain radio stations in the area have started using Wayback Machine. No, I mean and, this, about uh, this song. What are what's oh, Paperback well, like, saying? I don't know what Outside the Cinema did exactly, but I was listening to Paperback Radio um, this past week, and they were commenting that Outside the Cinema was claiming this is their song. And they said, no, we did it first. We claim it as our song. So I'm saying, no, we played it first in our own Sopranos bit. So we claim it first. And you know what? It stops there. Yeah. Prove the Sopranos can have it. Prove us wrong. Right. We Prove want, it. We wanted to, uh, like a timestamp on when right. you guys did it first. Who's, I want a certified letter sent to me from your lawyer proving us wrong. Who dares? Otherwise, who dare we're right. For us? Pow. We are P-O-W. frontier pow, pow. losers. Out of your face. See, we have some more comment from Dustin. His his amazing commentary for this song, awesome. 
<laughs> Music analyst. You like go. by writing on there? That's what I've been doing <laughs> on, to actually make money since I don't make Sorry, any of this podcast. Sorry, but Journey is the best band ever. No band tops Journey. I mean, to ease. Come on with Steve Perry's awesome vocals <laughs> and Neil Sean's huh, uh, piercing EI guitar. It's it's what? No contraction. A one-two punch combo. It just can't be beat. Everyone's saying that it's no Metallica. No, I mean, Metallica is cool and everything, but Journey is such good music, it can't be beat. They have soft rock songs and more original rock. If you, have a, if you haven't heard Journey, I'd advise you to take Journey into music with Journey. Consume some penis. Consume some penis. Oh, take the Journey into music with Journey. <laughs> so in a nutshell, I'm just saying, Journey, the best, nothing can beat it. <laughs> who, who is that by? That's by Journey Rules. Ah. And Thug Life 23 says, awesome. <laughs> That's me. And Video Wiz Four says the most downloaded song in history and my personal favorite. Twitter.com slash thuglife twenty three. So what do you think? I, I just say cool and that's awesome and badass. That's all I say on there. I think that's awesome is too many words. Yeah, I'm just saying true. journey just awesome. I'm just saying journey the best nothing can beat it. <laughs> Journey's what do you think it's about this song? It's a good song. song. best. Song. I could see how this is. Uh, this I would see this maybe a the, top twenty-five. This, yeah, this does not yeah. break top ten. No, I, maybe, it's a great song. Great if, song. If you were to say maybe it. top ten rock songs or top ten pop songs, but yeah, this doesn't break top ten of all. I time like. I me. have this song. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I, I like this too. song. I like this, but song. it's just not. It's probably not a top tenner. Anytime it comes on, I love it. I love listening to the song, but top ten of all time, mm-hmm. it wouldn't break it on my list. No. Definitely like not. I say, I don't know what would, but I know that that wouldn't. Now, number eight is number eight. Sweet. Indeed. <laughs> Dave's kryptonite. Some dude took a dump and it's going to waste basket. You guys have been some hot action on the camera. <laughs> Try to go for like a music video effect there. Is this an instrumental? Yeah. Sing it, Mark. I know you got the voice for it. Yeah. Uh, I like the song. I think this song would be maybe the song's top great. ten top ten guitar riffs of all time. The song's great. No, it's a great song. Can't help it. I'm saying I don't know if it'd be top. It's still not top ten songs of all time, but it's a great song. I love it. Probably not top ten of all time. It's probably my favorite Guns N' Roses song of all time. Oh yeah, by far. It's by far that, the best. And ever. I like Welcome to the Jungle. But I think this is better than Welcome to the Jungle. But I love I love the melody of the song. Um, spectacular. Their new stuff was just so terrible. It is. It doesn't like, compare. I don't understand. I don't know why I love this song, but I do. I don't know if it's just grew up with it or what. But yeah. Love it. Well, yeah. One of the greatest guitar riffs of all time. Anyway. Dave hates um, it. Dave, what do you say? <sighs> yeah. No, that's a good song. Um, really? Oh, yeah. I don't hate Guns N' Roses. I uh, hate their new album. Oh, okay. I thought you hated them all. No. Now, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Sweet Child of Mine. 
Paradise City. November Rain. I like Paradise City. November, November Rain. Rain. I Paradise used to City love. is greatness. November Rain beats me now. It's too long. It is now, but November back in the day, it was but I loved sweet. it. I used to love that video. The video was awesome back when it first came out. Yeah, that was great. Now this Razor, is not top ten of all time. It's a great yeah. song. Not top. I would say 10 maybe top twenty five. Um, Razor seventy nine says pound seven question mark exclamation point. This is way better than Bohemian Rhapsody. G and R rules with a Z. What's the point of putting that comment in there? What pound seven question mark exclamation point? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You only understand that on a binary. I level. think that's Spanish or something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I like that song. So number seven, it could be on there. It could be maybe, well, maybe eleven or twelve. So far, there hasn't been a song that's been terrible though. Oh, they've, just wait. We're gonna they've get all there. been enjoyable. I'm just saying the top, yeah. the bottom three are all pretty good. I so think far. we might hit that mark right now with number seven. All right. History. I played all my cards, and that's what you've done too. Nothing more to say. Wow. No more ace to play. The winner takes it all. The loser standing small. Not even close. Beside the victory. That should not be in the no. top ten at all. Look, I like ABBA. I hate that song. <laughs> I have a place for ABBA. There's a place for I them. have the entire gold collection. I have that but song. that is not a top a ten of all time too. song. Put it in my ass. That's where I got it. You, no. hate, you hate ABBA, don't you? I'm not an ABBA fan, Man, no. they have some good songs. I mean, ABBA does really have do. some good stuff. But that yes, is not one of their top songs That song at all. is terrible. That song is awful. Now, this list does get worse. Oh, great. But yes, um, now Malinka16 says, brilliant. We need to start a website, therealtoptens.com. <laughs> And redo every single list they've done. We should. With a real list. And nobody says just fantastic. Um, well, nobody's a great a great comment. Well, blanky blankster. Yeah. No, I I don't. I No, that song, every time it comes on my iPod, it, it skips. Why don't you take it off your iPod? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an audio collector. <laughs> I have TV intros You're like in, a, in my iPod. an audio OCD? Uh, I, I kind of am. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't you? delete things. I just keep accumulating. Uh. I'm an audio pack rat. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm a terrible human being. Yeah, you really are. Just for that. If my iPod were the Earth, we'd be way worse than we are now. We'd be like a bunch of landfills. See, I'm, I am I get rid of stuff, but I'm audio OCD as every single song in iTunes has to have album artwork. Yeah. And has to have the correct uh, tags. Oh, I'm yeah. not like that at all. Like I went through a while back and spent days and days and days every night. I spent like an that. hour on it on getting all the ID3 tags exactly right for and every album. And all, all the same for each one. <laughs> The duping is a bitch too, because every once in a while you don't like you'll be going in the list, and one knows that you have it on there twice, and you get come to your iPod and it plays it twice. You're like motherfucker, you then forget about it, and you later gay. find it like, oh yeah, I need to do that, and then later you forget, and then suddenly six months later they go like by. Do, like I like do where I go in and find a suitable picture to go with an album if yeah. there's no artwork for it. I know that's a beating. Like for singles, a lot of oh, times. I even go down to like the track number has to be right, the year yeah, has to be right. That's what I mean. My tags have to be. All right yeah. and all consistent across all albums. And if it's a compilation album, I also rename it to the original album, as long as it's not a complete remaster. Well, see, what I do with compilations is I rename them all to have the artist, and then I rename all the album artists to be the compilation, so I can sort it either way. Ah, look at you, special guy. I prefer the original album. Special guy? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> He's a special guy. He's jealous of my album I am. sorting. I'm tagging. I'm He's jealous of me being able to sort my... Top 100 of all every year of the 80s. Up and down. By artist and by compilation. That is so, that is, Very nice. it is such pimp. a reason to be in It is pimp. Yeah. We should have a tag off. 
Uh oh. We'll, really we'll do that episode one fifty one. Now number six, I would completely agree with. I think this needs to be in top ten. It, the opening is so memorable. It's one of the most important parts is. of the song. No idea what this is. Oh, now I got it. Now you understand. <laughs> no, this is of course Nirvana. It's Pearl Jam, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it smells like Teen Spirit. Um, always love this. Is this filter? Yeah. It's Food Fighters. STP. Jane's Addiction. God. Not even close to the same. Man, this makes me remember I need to download the Unplugged album again. That is an excellent album. I know it's been a long time. I love that album. Um, yeah, I that's, think that every once in a while I need to download some Nirvana. It's yeah. Nirvana, which every smells one, like Teen Spirit. Once in a while I'll get uh, nostalgic. That was what, 1990, 91 when that came out? Something like a long that. Time ago. Yeah, I think that definitely needs to be on the list. One, one song that's not awesome, here. too. Now, see, now that, that I, could, I will say yes, that could be in the top 10. Mm. Yeah. It passes. But for me, like this comment on here, uh, the only song I know that sums up an entire generation, for me, I would pick, if I was picking this type of exact song, I would pick an old Offspring song like No Self-Esteem mm, or uh, whatever the off that one album. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They have like three or four singles that were just greatness for when they came out. I wish uh, I had those. Do, do, do. Was it Come Out and Play? Yeah, Come Out and Play. That would be the song I would say, this song summed up my high school years. I love this song. This yeah. album is like one I of like, the most played high school albums. Yeah, I, I place it plays like endlessly. I remember helping you move from your aunt's garage to like, or your mom's garage to your aunt's, or some random yeah. move I helped <laughs> you with. And you and Thomas went to get the truck, and this CD was left there like to play. And yeah. that's the day I fell in love with the CD again. This like, I had listened to it years before, and then I re-listened to it that time. I was like, man, I forgot how badass this CD is. Yeah, this song, like, it, it for me, it completely summed up my youth more than Nirvana. I love Nirvana, yeah, that's and it exactly deserves to be what I'm there. Saying. But yeah, it summed up my experience. If I was picking one to sum up the way I felt in high school and, like, yeah. those years, it would be Offspring, this album. So yeah. Green, I think Green Day does that for me. And Green Day. And Green, Day's, Green Day's Duke, not on this list. Dookie's right up there. Yeah, on, I would say... the high school nostalgic album. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely... Yeah, I would say... Uh, this album, Dookie, were, were my top two played albums all throughout high school, um, and probably Nirvana even not as much. But See, this, for me, though, yeah. self esteem would be the the big track off this album yeah. for me. I loved that song, which that was uh, for those who don't remember was this one. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, <laughs> talking about like just the whole you no know, self esteem, like going over to your girlfriends and all that. It's such a such a timeless album. I mean, it still sounds modern. In a lot of oh, ways. It's still a million times better than anything they can do now. It's built better than Offspring's modern stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Anything yeah. they do now does not compare to this at all. No, it doesn't. It's better than their newest stuff. Yeah. And I, I like some of their modern stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you douche. I like some of their modern I was like, stuff. What but the in hell? Are you retarded? <laughs> Had to do it. 
I, man, this, I love this song. I, like I still that love this song. Yeah. And I don't know. There's so many songs and stuff. I, I could go on about it. But anyways, yeah. Great, great, great album. Um, but yeah, Nirvana definitely could be there. Yeah. I, think I definitely understand why that's there. Well, and that particular song was such a breakthrough grunge yes. movement. Yeah. And other stuff. I mean, it was just like when Hound Dog came along, like we talked about this last week. It kind of cut the hairband shit out a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It was, so, a, it was a dividing line between yeah. the two. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there were other grunge bands before Nirvana. Yeah, but. But they were the first one to be a smash. mega success. hit. Yeah. yeah. And just like Green Day kind of brought in that pop punk sound, you yeah. know, years later, about what six or seven years later, uh, who, you know, Pearl Jam's not on this list either, Yeah, um, which I think they should absolutely be on there for, a, you know, Jeremy, Jeremy and or Jeremy or who, who knows how many how songs off that album. Yeah. yeah better Man. Better yeah. Man. Even Flow. Yeah. Although I'm not, I'm not a big fan of their stuff in general. They had some great songs. Oh yeah. And they definitely, you know, were a part of that. Uh, the End of the Wild soundtrack era. is great. Yeah. It's all right. No. Uh, okay. Uh, this that next movie song, is really good. That movie it is, is really an excellent too. movie. Uh, number five is a song yeah. I'm not a big fan of. It's all right. Why would you choose this one? Not top ten. No. Yeah, and why this one out of Metallica? Yeah. I hate. I hate this intro, and I hate that the song's like a hundred minutes long. Yeah, it's eight minutes long, basically. Yeah. It's way too long. And I hate it when Metallica does this. Like, I want them to tr- rock and kick my ass. And they don't do that enough. That's, that was a problem with the newer albums. Down. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? They had something and then another one that had the same name almost. Load uh, Reload. Yeah, ro- Load and Reload. They had a lot of, like, tender. Yeah. This is how I feel. And all this kind of, like, come on. That's not what you go to Metallica I, for. I like some of those, but they're when they're I, that long that's probably one of my least favorite metallica songs yeah just because but, it's such a beating because it's so long pick sandman why would you not yeah. pick yeah I don't, if you're gonna pick a tender one nothing else matters I, nothing I mean there's else a, matters there's a lot of bigger metallica or songs sandman than that. yeah did you say sandman yeah yeah um yeah there's a ton of other way better songs than that i just don't understand that yeah it's a terrible pick this list sucks I like um, like fuel and so, I don't know. I like the ones that have like a little bit of energy yeah, to fuel. them. If I'm fuel, in that mood, great song. That, it, man, I oh I hate this song. Yeah, God, it's, I it's hate not it. one of my favorites. It's Such like a beat. It's in. like listening to a Santana song like without any famous singers. I don't hate it. I just I really don't understand why they. If oh, you're gonna pick Metallica, what I hate about it is even Satriani. whenever you're like listening to the radio and it comes on. Yeah, the radio edits like 16 minutes long still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't go for the all guitar rock though. Like Joe Satriani and. In, uh, I'm not a Santana uh, fan. I can't really listen either. to that kind of music. Yeah, I, it beats me. It beats me to high holy. Anyway, hell. I, my comment on this would be: Metallica could possibly could make top ten, but not this fucking yeah, song. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, number four is a song I had never even fucking heard of. It mm. speaks for itself. <laughs> Days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. <laughs> we used to dance forever and today. I tell you, they played that twice on the plane on the way back. Oh, where from? Where from uh, London? Oh, really? <laughs> that was Awful. terrible. How is that number four on the top ten songs <laughs> of all time when it's a song that nobody has ever heard of except for Anna in Vietnam, Red 123, obviously in Vietnam, and Sigridella? How? That kids are stupid. 
I'm going to say be a Vietnamese artist. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> if you want to buy that piece of shit, it's a band called Vitas, or Vitas, V-I-T-A-S, and it's called Cranes Crying. <laughs> stupid. Sucks. I don't know. Dave, top ten? Not top ten. I don't, I don't, I think it probably has more, uh, I think it has, it, it sounds interesting. I want to say it's like the worst thing ever, but definitely <laughs> not even close 10? to top ten. <laughs> sounds pretty terrible to me, but. Oh, this list sucks. Whatever. Uh, here comes number three with one of my most hated songs of all time. There's only one that takes its place, but here proud it is. Proud to be an American? Yes, Proud to be American is the only you one that beats it. Okay, that's enough. We know who it is. I don't know who it is yet. We know who it is. I hate this song. I hate that. That is... Oh, God. The first song. The first time I heard that song, I knew it would be a hit, but I also knew that it would be a drill to my head. Terrible. I'm sorry. I hate the sappy, overly emotionally songs. Fuck you. Yes, in Lee Greenwood and... Uh, God bless USA or whatever is the only one that beats that song. Mark. What? You raise me Fuck you. <laughs> um, you do though. I gotta tell you, you do. Luth Luth Fudin <laughs> says, "Okay, I don't know who Josh Groban is except for for this song of his. I love industrial rock, heavy metal, loud music, etc. I'm a mad fan of Linkin Park. I listened to this song. It touched me. Man, this is the most beautiful song. I think ever. you're lying. That sounds like bullshit. It's complete bullshit." <laughs> I'd rather hear that. I think. I think so. Times. Let's go back. See, to See, I told you it wasn't that bad. Now that you hear the next song, <laughs> yeah. you know that Vetus isn't that bad. Yep. Consume some Vetus. <laughs> At every level. All right, number two. We just did. Is a beating. No, that was number three. This is number two. Oh. Is. I'm gonna go to sleep. Guitar rock. Wake me up when the song's over. Yes, a terrible... Okay, it's not... It's a good song. It's a good song. It's just way too long. I can see why that's in the top ten. Yes. So many oh, people love I that song. I don't think there'd be any any music list like this that wouldn't have Stairway in there yeah, somewhere in the top yeah. ten. I don't mind that every, every once in a while. But it's the same thing with Metallica. It's like 100 minutes long. Yeah. Tell you when it's the biggest beat. beats me down some. Karaoke. When somebody does it, karaoke. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. But karaoke is a beating in general. Well... To listen to people. True. It's funny, but it's a beating. That's True. a good song. I can see why that's in the top ten. I Terribly can even see why it's way up there in the it's top It's way better 10. than You Raise Me Up. Yes. yes. It's not even on the same level. That's why it's a number two. It's not, not even three. at what level. Yeah, I was going to say, what level? Yes. I think I'd still take that other song over uh, over definitely number three. I guess this would probably we'll be We'll say it. in the renumbering, You Raise Me Up goes to song one million. Yeah. <laughs> 
in the break room list. Yeah. I think I can name a million songs before that. I'd rather hear Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, that's way better than use Raise Me Up. Let's go back to number three. And it is. No, the new number three. Oh. (laughs) What? Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Oh, I don't know. My bad. Come on, DJ Dustin. Here's number three in the all time break room list. Last week, I wasn't a huge fan of this song. Now that I, it has to replace Josh Groban, I, I love, love this song. Don't stop till you get enough. Pow, 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 I guess I can go to see the retro feed, right? That's true. That's okay. true. I'll be disappointed when all I'm doing is the Q-tip. He <laughs> was shirtless, at least. Number one. Uh oh. Oh no. Failing. Mark is bored. Ah, He's bored with yeah. the list. Look, that's what you raise me up does. It makes me tired. And then number one, finally, made famous. Well, by one band, but also made fun famous by Wayne's World. Uh. I think this is Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. I think... You think, think it is? This, you think it's theirs? I think, I think it's theirs. Um, it does say that on the list. I think this is actually... This could be one of the top five songs of all time. I don't know if it's number one. It's not number one for me, personally. But it is I a can great see song. why it makes number one on a list like this, but... Yeah. Because it, it, this would not be top ten for me. It just beats me down. Freddie Mercury is one of the best singers great, of all time. He's greatness. The band is greatness. Yeah. This song beats me down. I love this song. I don't know I why. I do too. I love it too. I think it's more nostalgia, just like why we love Dookie and all this other stuff. You know, it's just because of, I think it's because of high school or something. I don't know. Probably because of Wayne's World. It's probably why I like it. And if it didn't have that pace change in the middle, yeah. it would have been won by Metallica. Oh, you know, yeah. It would have been a bigger beating. But the fact is they made that that choice to make a basically a second song, you know? Yeah. And it, it just works. Yeah, I think it was a good One I of the most timeless really well. songs of all time, yeah. Great, great song. So... <laughs> We prove that this list is bullshit once again. We're well, just that good. It's this about list 50, is only 50. about 
you know, 25% bullshit. I think this list has to be completely invalidated just because it has Josh Groban on there. <laughs> That's and a good point. Vitus and Metallica's one and the winner How the takes fuck it all. did you get in here? Get the fuck out. Oh. Right, exactly. Exactly. So there that you sums go. Sums it up perfectly. <laughs> There's another list destroying from us. On the other God side fags. of the break, oh, we yeah. have oh, we have a uh, We're going to do a UFC recap. We do have UFC recap briefly and a, breaking and a brief uh, Mad Men interview and our big announcement on the other side. Love you long time. Be excited. Be be excited. <laughs> You are just a hit telling a tall tale. Take it easy on that slate board, Freddy. Be careful. You too, Dad. Don't forget to sing a song of seatbelt safety. Huh? Oh, yeah. The seatbelt connected to the frame zone. The lap strap goes across the hip bone. The shoulder strap angles or the chest bone. So here are words of the law. Those belts, those bones, those seatbelts. For safety's sake, wear seatbelts. I'll properly wear seatbelts and heed the words of the law. Sometimes kids have to remind grown-ups. Yabba-dabba, buckle up. And we are back. We're here to talk. Should we issue the mini thumbs? Do we have that? Can we cue it up? Well, I'm sure we can. Be Dirty vamp. Dustin. If you vamp a little bit. Vamping. We're in the vamping room. Vamp, vamp this is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Dave, and Dustin, three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Your bladder. Tonight we have two we have a high bladder. to name, so we've set in time atomic bomb that will go off at any moment. <laughs> it's aimed at your face. <laughs> Are you ready? It's fun time. My favorite situations. Call the break room at Don't be a douchebag, leave a message. <laughs> wow. Well, it used to be a full episode. That's intro. true. That's true. Good point. So uh, we're back with, uh, once again, congratulations. You got to hear Danko Jones. Uh, we're doing a review of Mad Men Season 1. Really? Now, I realize I realize that Season 3 is about to start, and I realize Season 2 just came out on DVD, so we're a little bit behind. But fuck you guys. We're doing it anyways. Pow, pow. Because Dustin and I just both completed watching this season. Maybe we'll get to season two and three later on sometime. Perhaps. Perhaps uh, on down the road. So this this season of Mad Men originally premiered (laughs) in July of of 2007. Um, It was created by uh, Matthew Weiner. I'm guessing that's his name. 
Considering pop how out. much he features pop the out. wiener in the show. Dick. Uh, I'm There's not, not surprised. Really any wiener well, no, it. but it's very wiener oriented. I guess. Come on, it is. There's a. It's all about the fifties and being a guy in the fifties and how his name's Matthew Dicklove. <laughs> and you should mark that. Um, for what? <laughs> for future reference. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll I'll get right on that. Matthew Weiner. <laughs> It's all about Stop like slacking. how if you were a man in the fifties, you kicked all kinds of ass. And yeah, sorry, nineteen sixties. Like, you got to like curb stomp any woman you wanted, <laughs> right? It's and you, is that not how it is now? And you got to fuck any woman you wanted, and then curb stomp them, or you could curb stomp them before and after. Is that not how it is now? You no, you just more, you just curb stomp. You just have now. to be more discreet. Now right. you get curb stomped. Oh, that's part of the fun, isn't it? Now curb stomping is more of a fetish. Yeah, exactly. Fetish porn, yeah. Are we talking like American History X curb stomp? Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes that. Nobody enjoys that. What kind of curb stomp were you talking about? I have no idea. I thought it was some kind of like Eiffel Tower. You reference. identified the fetish. But I had no idea. How is that a curb stomp? How, what does I that do with Eiffel is. Towers? That's, no. I thought it was some random name for some sex act. I think, no, what? What is a French monument? fetish, what is, of course, but. What does a French monument have to do with anything? You don't see the phallic reference there? Between curb stomping someone's face in on a curb? <laughs> And an Eiffel Tower? I don't understand how the two meet up. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. There's a curb in front of the Eiffel okay. Tower. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sex act. How do, how do you do that? I was just rolling with the Eiffel Tower. talking about. Yeah. You have a woman in the middle, or if you're gay, you could have a guy in the middle. And you have a guy at either end with their wieners and her her vagina while she's bent over and one in we her mouth. Gay. And then you high five over the top. Uh, what if you have it in her asshole? What if you or could, the ass, the asshole. You could work. kiss over the top. That would be more or like you an could kiss. Power. That could be kind of bisexual. <coughs> but you could have... Kind of kinky. Yeah, kind of kinky. Um, the curb stomping, I'm just going to make up and say is you have a woman standing in like... Standing up, she bends bitch. over from the waist down, sucks a guy's dick. The other guy behind her is fucking her in the ass, and he puts his foot on her head and pushes her head down onto the other guy's cock. There you go. That's curb over stomping. Over and over again. That yeah. will get added to Urban Dictionary. Yes. That is over the top, Mark. That's right. Bisexual, transgendered, and two-spirited Aleutian Eskimos. That's they, the only they probably do that. Whatever they are. Uh, well, I like the end the of that. Bisexual, Old man transgendered, Sammer. and two-spirited Aleutian Eskimos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the bird in the background. Uh, it's one of the greatness. One of the greatest commercials of all time. Uh, okay, so back to Mad Men and curb stomping. Um, this show primarily centers on uh, Dom Draper, who is a Dong Draper, Dong, Dong, Long Dong Draper, Dong and Yong Draper. Uh, who works at Sterling & Cooper, a uh, advertising oh, agency dork. in Manhattan. Sterling Cooper? Dur- during the 1960s. Another fetish. Um, yeah. Yes, it's, uh, 19, I believe it starts in 1959 or 60. I think I believe it's... Or 69? Uh, no. No, it's not no, that it's late. just stupid. It's earlier than that, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely earlier. That'll be Why like, would you even That would that? be like season 11 or something. Good point. Or maybe season 9. Maybe season 9. Yeah, well, I don't know. If the first one was a 59, that'd be season 10. Maybe. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> this show is all about how much men kick ass. Especially when you're an advertising executive. Yeah. Uh, especially the first episode. It's all about misogyny and how, as a man, you could do anything in the 60s and get away with it when it came to your wife. Or just in general. Anything to women. Or any woman, because they're yeah. all inferior in the workplace. Right. Or they so were. You, or so you think that. Right. 
Even though they still kind of held up a lot of shit, as yeah, it, as it also shows. And that's that's the other side is that there are some women who kind of hold their own in the, in the show. Um, that seems very unrealistic. I know. The other opposite. They have jobs and actually can do work. And they also drink all the time. Is this that's a how fantasy. You, that's TV how you know show? it's fantasy. That's yeah. what I was going to say. That's how you know it's fantasy. This is when the world was a better place. Um, there's like, also. Is this like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Yes, this is Middle Earth. <laughs> it's an alternate universe. <laughs> Gimli was his boss. It was Sterling Cooper and Gimli. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Dom is a very mysterious uh, advertising executive. Uh, Sterling Cooper is a bit of a uh, advertising Dom? agency that is not keeping up with the times very well. Donkey show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, amazingly, got nominated for Emmys. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> um. Anyways, it's uh, it's all about their lives, about it must being be groundbreaking, uh, advertising executives, and all the politics therein. All the, all I know the, I'm making it sound really exciting. All the politics <laughs> of the donkey show. Yep. <laughs> donkey show. Um. So there you go, Mad Men. About kick-ass, kick-ass men stuff and things, but it's not just about. That. No, it's not. It goes into That's a all. lot more. There, no. There's his secretary. He's very Don't mousy, lie. and her becoming a woman That's and having sex. She needs a donkey punch to the face. Yeah, she does. I hate her. She needs to be so written much. out of the show. And she's even worse in the beginning of season two, which I've started. Oh, have you, you said yeah. you're going to hold off? Well, I said oh, I was not going to no. go quick on it. Mm. I just said I'm going to. You're full of lies. Go at tonight. a medium pace. Yeah, she was really bad at the end of season one. Um, but uh, Connor from you're not going to gangbang them all out. No, not all at once. In one weekend? not going to watch all 12 or 13 of them all at once on 13 monitors. (laughs) (laughs) P.O.W. P.O.W. How? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. If you did that, that would be a pal. (laughs) That would be awesome. Pow, pow. So, Dirt and Dustin, what did you think of uh, Mad Men Season 1? I liked it quite a bit. I thought it was... Uh, it moved at a nice medium pace. It's not one of those, like, exceptionally exciting shows. It's not like I a sh- a hated shield. it. Well, you didn't see it, so... It's not like a shield or anything like that, but, you know, it, it does have good plot Except when Vic Mackey was in that one episode. Yeah. I don't understand the equivalent of saying that if you like Sopranos, you'll like this. They're not really the same to me at all. Well, they are, they are, in that there's a family man in the each Sopranos, situation. Sopranos, the women don't really have any power. Well, there that's true. Go. And it's also family men who are in great conflict. I suppose. Who have two lives. I mean, I guess, but there's still, if you really like like the mob element of Sopranos, well, yeah. you're Is not going to get any of that. If in you this. like killing and such. a bear yeah. that comes in their backyard? There's a big bear. A very big bear. See, it is like the Sopranos. Yeah. And there's also a guy named Furio. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> and she's in there. Yeah. Oh, he's a big bear. He's a big bear. A very big bear. So I give it a I give it a thumbs up. It's not like the best new show I've seen. I don't know that it should be the second most Emmy nominated show. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely worth watching. Like it's done really well. I think they do some some interesting stuff at the beginning of season two. There's like you know, you've seen the cheesy late fifties, early sixties movies where, mm-hmm. you know, they do like the cheesy uh, fade out shots and like the big glamorous, you know, shots. Do they have like, the do they have like where it has the guy sitting there in like a little 
thought bubble comes up and you see the scene start. They don't do that. And then it zooms into that. But there's a scene where Dom is sitting in the uh, dong, is sitting in the uh, lobby of a hotel, and his wife comes down the stairs and it's like this big orchestra starts and they do like this little fade out thing and it's like it's very 60s and it's kind of kind of cool that they did that. And they I don't know, they do I think they're really good with your accuracy. Yeah. On 60s speak and they don't care about being PC. Bees knees and all that. Trying to go, you know, pure sixties on yeah. it, which I think is good. Uh, it's not like a a really new twist on it, and I also like the fact that they kind of show, you know, the good old days weren't really the good old days. Everybody had the same they were problems awesome. they always have, but people just hit all their shit a lot more back then. You know what I what I was really worried about with the show is that when I saw the pilot, was that it was going to be it's like, hey, look what didn't exist exist in the fifties or the sixties. Like in the first episode, they're talking about when. Um, Connor from Angel steals Dong's uh, plans yeah. for, the, for the advertising. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, it's not like there's some magical machine that can make duplications. So you could have gotten this just anywhere else, like pointing out that there was a Xerox machine. Yeah, I know. It's like, what a wow, PC. how on the nose could you be about this shit? They it's don't like, do a lot of that. Not a later. magical machine. And they luckily they don't do that too often, thankfully. Maybe, really that may have been the only time. They really don't do that at all anymore, no. I don't think. I don't remember them doing that again. All right. I say the show sucks and it's not worth watching at all. <laughs> if you're a man, it's worth watching. Which Dave is not. And I have to say, like, I, I've loved this chick for her one appearance or two appearances in Firefly, but Christina Hendricks from Firefly, she is just a incredibly sexy woman. Yeah. Who She's like Angelina Jolie level um, as far as sexiness. Like she's natural, a bobblehead? Natural sexiness. I don't know about that. But uh, she's a oh, some redhead who's amazing. Juices. You have to have someone with giant fake boobs. And they're not fake. They are very real. Tits. Tits. You felt tits. them. Yes, I felt them. I've juggled them in <laughs> my mouth. I really, <laughs> they're bigger than... You say you are ready to juggling. have my yeah, fang in your mouth. <laughs> my fang was in her mouth. Whoa. So I hope we're still broadcasting. The hey, chat yeah. room's stuck, but... Um, broadcasting. Anyways. Hey-o. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters to me. But, yes, I would definitely give it a thumbs up. You? I give it a thumbs up. I really enjoyed the production value. Um, they actually, you know, they don't spend a lot of time outside the office and outside the home, so you don't really get an outside shot. In fact, I don't think they ever had an outside shot. They so had you, one. Did they have one? Yeah. Um, of, like, uh, 60s New York? When they had, like, Merkin's uh, store or whatever? Yeah. Merkin? Yeah. Something like that. Merkin's department store? <laughs> yeah, they might have had that one, but... In general, they, I mean... Well, it's probably expensive to do the outside yeah, shots. Yeah, to yeah to redress it and all that, yeah. It would be... Uh, so they just go with the 60s indoor so shots. They're doing what they can, yeah. There's it's just funny that the same era of you watch the Dick Van Dyke show, and then you watch this show, and you're like, yeah, people were still having threesomes and shit back yeah. in the 60s, although you'd never get that impression based on standard family television. Yeah, absolutely. You know? well, how do we know which one's more real? Mm. Maybe this is just like making a spectacle of the whole thing. Maybe Dick Van Dyke is really what it's like. Pow, pow. You I'm just saying, right. how do we know? Point. But I doubt you're right. Maybe you come home every day, trip over an ottoman. Maybe that's just normal life. They have a big band playing for you when you walk in. Occasionally you step around the ottoman, but usually you trip <laughs> over it. Boom, true. That's only in the outro, though, wasn't it? Was it in the intro? Was it in the intro? I thought they had in the outro. It's a one fun time. fact for you. A little fun fact. Yeah. A little Dick Van Dyke, a little Dick <laughs> fact for you there. So yeah, I generally liked it. I'm looking forward to watching season two. Season three, I believe, begins August, August something 15th or another, or sixteenth or something. Do we know yet when Breaking Bad is returning? Because you did you watch know. Breaking Bad season one yet? Did you finish it? Yeah, season one. So give me a quick review after my 
gold star, five star flaming review of it. Yes, Casey. How? Now or not, though. You were too late. That's what I would say about Why it. you got to chastise Casey? He's what the only person who showed up today. What did how he how? say? What did he say? He said, why well, are we talking about Mad Men? Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what did you think of Breaking Bad? We were actually talking about Dick Van Dyke. But well, but okay. we were talking about Mad Men before that. And I was how, giving how a review good. of every Dick Van Dyke season. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark was humming along the theme song. <laughs> and then we kind of just segued into Mad Men. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, Breaking Bad is is a really good show. It's since these are both AMC shows, I can go ahead and rate them and say right. that it's it's superior to Mad Men. Oh snap! He rated you know, two AMC shows, and I just think that I mean Mad Men is solid, but Breaking Bad is one of those that could be like a really really great show. It's it could epic. Be like, it could be like a top five. Have or, you seen season two yet? No, I haven't. Okay, I would highly season two is. Is better than so uplifting. Ones. Since I've only seen seven episodes, <laughs> there's know. no affairs going on. Uh, there are no affairs. It's true. Um, but having not seen season two yet, just based on season one, it looks like it could go somewhere really well. Yeah, that, and that was the problem with season one is it ended too early because it's of the just autumn and tripping yeah. over and over again. It's so happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Breaking Bad, and I think I believe Brian Cranston, if you care about awards, um, got nominated for an Emmy again. I don't care. I know he won last year, so oh really? He did. And he's what he went last year for. It's pretty uh, cool with his, uh, with his excessive cancer that he can still do that. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's, he's a great actor. He powers through. Pow, pow. Pow, pow, powers through. Pow, pow, power wheels. <clears throat> That's the one you should have gotten. Pow, pow, power wheels. Um, we'll get that in a few episodes. So let us uh, now talk about something we had last week. I don't believe Come we tallied up our scoring yet, but we're here to Oops. cover UFC oh, no. briefly. What? He knocked the camera What's off. going on? Why is everything falling You're turning us all life? off. Why are you turning us all off, Dustin? Uh, so, Dave, why don't you break down for us UFC 100? Um, that. Okay. Um, there was fights. All right. People, people and I, punched each other. Yes. Uh, uh, well, awesome analysis. Hell yeah. It's time to hang in the hanger, hanger, <laughs> hanger, 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 hanger. In a full review. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! reporting live. Oh 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 oh! Oh 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 oh! So what did y'all think? I thought it was a pretty good card. I really enjoyed UFC 100. It was uh, it lived up at least in that it was a an event. An event with a capital E, <laughs> and I mean, I mean that, that was a pay per view <laughs> item. I don't mean it as like it was an event with a normal noun, but I mean an event being like a well, spectacular like a capital, show, capital, capital E event. Put in my ass. The capital event. Yeah. yeah. Exclamation point. Right. Upside down question mark in front. <laughs> it was a Spanish event. <laughs> that was questionable. Right. El Vento. There was an Alvis there. Vento. <laughs> I have a question on that. Vento. <laughs> so. Um, we decided to make some picks. Now, the highlights of the evening were, well, we'll just, eh, we'll you go five by five. giant fake boobs. Um, I guess that was Holly Matson. All right, so we started with, yeah, yeah, we had, we had, let's see, what were the highlights? We had, um, Chuck Liddell was entered in the Hall of Fame the day before, <laughs> as was right. the guy that created the Tap Out clothing brand. Um, <laughs> but he's dead. Yes, yeah. he double died. Dead. <clears throat> oh. He's double dead. Is he in the hall? Nope, because he looks stupid. Um, <laughs> he wears makeup all the time. Oh. But he seems like a pretty anymore. cool guy. But anyways, then we had uh, a bunch of pretty good matches. It's a pretty good event, I thought, overall. Pretty solid. 
I do wish they hadn't gotten the fucking random girls next door girl. Yes, to we be had um, Holly. Was it Holly? Yeah. We had Holly, Holly Madison. Madison as one Hornbeak. of the ring girls for one of the matches. Holly Hornbeak. Holly Hornbeak. <laughs> Some way of reference to what? Episode one? <laughs> I don't know. Probably uh, since then. <laughs> well, I mean, but who came up in episode one, I guess? Yeah. Which that was just dumb, pointless. Yeah. And I loved Joe Holly Rogan's uh, comment of, she's dreamed to be a ring girl ever since she was born. When the UFC was you fired. really Galley's. think she's dreamed of being a ring girl ever? Probably not. Maybe Probably fucking not. Hugh Hefner, but not being. Oh a ring my girl. goodness! Hello. Um, so it's we have. Ring uh, girl. So, so this is a match. First match we have on the list is one that was on the undercard. We didn't get to see it. No, because they didn't show it. I went fuckers. back and read about it though, and it is a uh, Mark Coleman, the forty-eight-year-old or forty-five-year-old or something like that, versus Stephen Bonner. And pow, pow. Pow. Both of them are former roids. Uh, yes, they both are. So this was the roid battle. I don't. I don't know if there's Former ever any great. any proof Coleman has used roids. I'm sure he has. Them. Well, didn't he use it in the documentary? No, that's Mark Kerr. Oh, Mark okay. I was guy. thinking it was Coleman. Time different, for the different muscle bound ape. Oh, I thought this was like a Coleman comeback. Okay, never mind. No, no, no. Never mind. It is a Coleman comeback, not a Kerr comeback. Okay. Um, and Stephen Bonner coming off of the coming off of a Roy couple Roy. losses, maybe one win. He's kind of trying to make his comeback. You're on He's, Burgundy. He hasn't really no. lived up to the hype that came off the Ultimate Fighter. Whenever yeah. him and Forrest were fighting, Forrest kind <laughs> of has made his way along, and Stephen is eh, just had kind of a so-so little career going yeah. so far. Good point. So we have the winner. It was Mark. Coleman and we all picked. We all. I, had, I had, did not think he had a chance. Mm. <laughs> I did not think he had one Why is chance. Just the one cell. I don't white? know. <laughs> Coleman gets. Maybe you can just highlight them all, and they'll all go white. That's what they do. Um, Coleman, <laughs> the one. <laughs> Coleman. Uh, Coleman is like run out of gas so fast his last few matches. He has like no stamina at all. I really thought he would uh, easily be beat. But turns out he is wrestling. Was what <laughs> he was able to take him down and uh, control him for most of the match. He's able to have some more gas this time. Because he farts too much. <laughs> so that was a surprise. I wonder how many farts go on in a UFC fight. Like When they're doing the reverse uh, taint stomp, Like I wonder if they usually just fart on their face right there. When they're in the north-south <laughs> north, south position? Yeah. Like that. The taint <laughs> <laughs> When they're really straining to get that Kimura. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of poop flying. Um, yeah, it's just poop. All right, so next we got um, <laughs> so Yakuyama so. versus Alan Belcher. This was a pretty good fight. I think. Uh, this was a good fight. This one fight of the night. Yeah, it was. It was. It, they were both. They both did very, very well. They yeah. ended up just in a going split, for it. Ended up in a split decision. Yes, it was very close. Very, very close. And uh, Belcher thought very, he won. Very. And but Yakuyama won. Yakuyama so, won for all of us. And we all picked Yakuyama on that one. So we all have one point. Scoreboard does all. It's probably actually Akiyama. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, an excellent fight. I really enjoyed it. I was very surprised. Uh, yeah, very, very good. Very, very. Um, very, very, very. And the next fight was my personal favorite. Uh, oh, yeah, um, mine too. This was a greatness. This was... Uh, it's one of the best knockouts in UFC history. It absolutely was. Making the bold claim. Now, Dustin and I didn't make the now, right pick. This was Dan Henderson yep. versus Mike Bisping coming off coaching tough. Bisping right. coming off being Bisping a complete douche. being a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Henderson being a pretty normal. cool guy. Just guy. Saying, you know, I'll let my fist talk for me. Not right. really talking too much trash. Mm-hmm. Even though you know he can tell, like when you look at him, he can tell he knows he can beat his ass. Yeah. yeah. But he's just playing it cool. And boy, did he beat his ass. Comes out round one. 
Jesus. He pretty much dominates. Yeah. Bisping landed a couple little things. Nothing even got close to hurting. Well, the Dan problem Anderson. with Bisping that started in the first round from the beginning is he was constantly dancing and he seemed very jittery and he was just wasting a ton of energy. Super jittery and nervous. And, it wasn't and, like smooth movement. No, it was no. like crazy movement. He's like he's constantly circling, which ended up being his downfall. But he's constantly he's circling, circling the Anderson, wrong way, circling the wrong way towards yeah. his, towards his power fist, and he's just wasting all this energy. And as much as I don't like Anderson Silva, that's something you don't see him do, and you didn't see Dan Henderson do was. Not wasting a lot of energy. Henderson was just going straight at him the entire round. Yeah. <laughs> that round, nothing really happened too much. Henderson got a takedown, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Nothing too much. Couple yeah. shot, A couple hits landed for each guy. They stood most of the time. Henderson was yeah. definitely better in better shape at the end of it. He had got less punishment. Yeah. Round two starts. Bisping's doing the exact same thing, just circling, circling, circling to his left which is going towards Dan Henderson's right hand, which is yeah. the one he knocks everyone out with. Yeah. Then no sooner does Joe Rogan say, that's what his corner just told him not to do. He needs to not circle towards his power hand. Then Dan Henderson throws a shot that lands perfectly on Bisping's yeah. chin, knocks him the fuck out. Yeah, and I mean, he immediately, immediately drops backwards. It's almost cartoon-like. Pow, pow. He, he drops out backwards. cold. Pow, pow. And then pow, Dan Henderson... Pow, pow. Henderson pow. You can tell he sees it. Yeah. Has time before the ref can get over before, there. Before uh, Herb the Herb. Lands a Matrix style flying through the ear. Yeah. Flying through the air. I mean, his feet come off the shot, ground. Totally in the air. Shot sh- perfectly aimed straight yeah. on his face again. Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. His feet came off the ground before his fist made contact. And that, oh, yeah. that amazing. stiffened him. Like that yeah. put him to where he <laughs> was. made him erect. Yes. No, that like made his toes curl. His arms like went up in the P-O-W. air and uncontrollably. Yeah, P-O-W. he was fucked up after. Yeah, that. he was. He was down on he the was ground down for, for two minutes or so. Pow. I was down longer than that. I think it was a, it was a while. It was probably at least five minutes. Pow. It wasn't five minutes, but yeah. it was a while. Well, Pow. no, because he was putting his shirt on. They were going through all the all the other stuff, and it he was may still have seemed like five minutes, but it was a long time. Let's Whatever go back in time. <laughs> but anyways, but it was an amazing fight. And then Pow. the best part was afterwards when when Joe Rogan is asking Dan Henderson. So that last shot, did you know he was out? And Henderson's like, uh, what? Yeah, I usually don't fight like that, but I just needed to shut him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love that he fessed up to knowing that he kind of ne- he just wanted to get an extra shot in there. I know. Yeah, that was that was great. Normally, was and normally I would say that's bad sportsmanship, but he so deserved but it. Bisping's a, d- a douchebag. Yeah. He absolutely was. Um, I thought if it was a good sport fighting another good sport, I'd say that's fucked up. Yeah, he should have pulled yeah. back, but he totally deserved it. I mean, I, I haven't heard one word from Bisping either since this has been. Well, I'm not surprised. I, one he article, nothing. Kicked. I read one article about, and he just said he uh, other people like Rampage gotten knocked out and come back and been the champion. That's what he's going to do. Ah. Well, that's, if that's he does, he then he kudos could. Him, but. He could. He's a good fighter, but yeah. he's not at Henderson's level. Oh boy, yet. I thought and that he was proved. And Henderson's not even at the top of the stack. And I thought I thought Bisping obviously would do much better than that. Probably not I, at thirty-eight. Dustin and I both picked him to win. So uh, yeah, I was like the thirty-year-old so. dude. I, I don't know. Just, yeah. And Henderson's thought, pushing forty. I thought Bisping would give a better showing than that. Yeah, Henderson is no Anderson Silva. Yeah. And no, he's not. That just lets you kind of show where Bisping's at. Yeah. Yeah, I think Bisping should fight Anderson. So, so it's two to one to one. I did uh, pick Henderson that fight. The uh, they're talking about uh, Henderson fighting Silva again. Yeah, well, know, he dude. will eventually. There'll be another I match know, or two between then. He just looks so pathetic when he fought him last. Yeah, time. he uh, he would have to come. He'd have to come with a better better game plan, better yeah. shape. 
That was that was the one of the best moments in UFC I've ever seen. The best. Um, next we got um. The next was what uh, John, John Fitch. Fitch. Yeah, John Fitch versus uh, Paul, Paul Tiago. Tiago. Yeah. Um, Fitch took down Tiago. This in a actually came decision. after the main event. Yeah, they, so ended up, they end up saying I was reading an article. They end up telling them, you know, we're worried about the main event going past the pay per view time. Yeah, so you're gonna have to wait to fight till afterwards. Yeah. They were ready to go. It was kind. Of, it was very lackluster. It was weird. Very it was a weird match fight. to have it afterwards. It was a weird match to have after, and the crowd didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, they were all trying to leave to get yeah. out of the parking I, lot. We didn't really care. But um, Fitch won decision. Yeah, just kind of dominated him the whole time. He really just beat his ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what much of the, there's not much to really say about it. Did he stop it or was it a decision? Day. It was a decision. Okay. He um, just kind of wrestled him, dominated him. The other guy didn't really ever have a chance. Stiffing um, him up. Me and Marcus both picked John Fitch. Mm-hmm. Dustin went out there on him. With the, with the unknown commodity. Okay, we're back. It was, I mean, it went the whole way, and it was not really it like could, a, it could have extreme went domination. Way. Good point. Nerdy um, Whitesters. So... The next one was uh, we had another Tiago, George's St. Pierre versus Tiago Alves. And we all picked GSP in this fight, and GSP won. Oh, yeah. He, this was pure domination. Yeah. He pulled his groin. Yes. Yeah. He pulled his groin in the I third round and still fought two more rounds, beating yeah. his ass. Oh, yeah. It was the ending scores were 50-45, 50-45, and 50-44. Yeah. Yeah. That means them. one round a judge said the other guy didn't even do anything. Yep. That is insane. You yep. barely ever see anyone give anyone an eight. Oh, it was an incredible fight. And I, I love what GSP just because. Um, so great. He, he's, a, saying GSP. He's, he's that. He's a good fighter. <laughs> great nickname. He's uh, an athletic he's, man. He's sexy. He's so sportsman. And he's, he's got a bubble ass. he's a great ass. sportsman. Yeah. Good sportsman. And he's got a bubble ass, yes, which I love in a he man. He the best shorts. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking ripped as shit. Yeah, and he's not. He never seems inconsistent you know as far as his weight goes it's like some guys put in my ass just don't do it they don't they don't keep themselves well, going. that's what they're keep talking about with the guy who was fighting was he cuts like 20 pounds before the fight yeah i don't think st pierre cuts more than 10 pounds no, ever yeah. and it's probably always exactly the same no he yeah it was it was an incredible fight by gsp and i, I hope that guy is around for a long time at this level yeah he's greatness not at what level at this it le- wasn't the yeah. like like there was no knockouts or submissions. Yeah. It was um, wrestling and striking, but he beat his ass the whole time. Yeah, he did. He really did. The other guy didn't. The other guy didn't get in super trouble. Like he was never about to be knocked out, but he got dominated the whole match. Yeah. And finally, we have the uh, controversial fight of the night. This was Dookie. controversial only because of the ending, but uh, this was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir, the former wrestler versus, versus a complete asshole. Um, versus who? The president. The president. Barack. Oh, Barack Mir. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, Barack Lesnar. Yeah. Barack. Oh, Barack Mir. Oh. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, it was Barack Mir. They were was, fighting right? each other. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyways, Barack Lesnar versus Mir. Really. They didn't take one guy's first name <laughs> and the other guy's last name. So, Lesnar beat Frank Mir's ass in this fight. Yes, he He pretty much blanketed him. He fucked his face up pretty good. Yeah. It looked insane. He blanketed him like he did to Couture. He he got him in half guard, and then he wrapped his long ass yeah. arms over his over Frank Mir's arm to hold it at around his neck and grabbed his other arm so he could yeah. then just proceed and to punch him, him in the face. And then he was just punching him yeah. in the face. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Now I picked Mir just because I just don't want Lesnar to be champ, <laughs> but he fucking dominated him. Oh yeah, Mir yeah, he did. 
showed no, he did nothing no. at all. Nope. He had one punch that kind of shook up Lesnar for half a second. That was it. He showed nothing that that could really uh, defeat Lesnar. He was like it was almost like Les- he was laying there waiting for him to get tired so he could make a move. But yeah. Lesnar might have been right. Do anything that maybe he got lucky on the knee bar. Oh, because he almost did it again. Come on, the last not, fight. Yeah, See, that's yeah. the thing. It's not luck. Yeah. It's that Lesnar hadn't learned enough yet. Well, that's not really luck. I'm though. saying Mir almost got him in that again, though, because in one point in the beginning, because I remember Rogan and uh, yeah, making a huge deal about it. Yeah, Lesnar he, almost got the knee bargain. But but yeah. now Lesnar was learning how to get out of it. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. really. Luck. I I won't say it was luck the first time. It's just Lesnar has improved. Well, I'll say it was. Well, f you. Yeah. So the controversial part Fuck came at the you. end. And um, they had both been talking a lot of shit to each other, especially Frank Mir towards Lesnar, and uh, you know Lesnar certainly did his share. Um, but oh, at, the, yeah. at the end, basically what happened was when the when uh, who was whoever was doing the fight, whoever wrapped it, stopped it. Um, Fucking champ. Lesnar bent over and yelled Eat something at him. Well, Eat he got meat. he got they. I don't know about that, but they got up at one point. Yeah. And Lesnar walked back over to him and was yelling in his face for a second. I don't yeah. know what he was saying. Giant balls. And then Giant Pete, balls. the crowd started booing him. And then Lesnar then he goes into WWE mode. Yeah. Then yeah. he flipped off the crowd. He starts saying, "I love it. I love yeah, it." I lo- yeah. And, and then in the uh, and then in the interview after, uh, he proceeded to. Um, berate one of the UFC's main sponsors, Bud Light, and saying that because they wouldn't pay him, he was going to go home drink Coors Light, and he was going to go home and party, and then maybe fuck his wife. Couldn't he have picked a better beer? Yeah, one would hope. I mean, Coors Light sucks too. I guess they're the main competitor, though. Yeah, good point. Um, so supposedly so Dana White bitched him out. Supposedly took him in the bathroom. Yeah, bitched him out. Um, and, and rightly and he so. gave an apology afterwards. So does Did he annoy you in the bathroom? Yeah, he was like, I don't, I drink any beer. I'm not biased. <laughs> it probably does. Yeah, he just said that obviously take a job. He said he was sorry. He said he was sorry. He acted so unprofessional. And he was, he said, you know, he was like, he fessed up to it. He's like, people have asked me what, uh, what can I bring over from the WWE? And there you have it. Yeah. I mean, he said, you know, that was not, you know, that was unprofessional. I I come from, he said, I come from a business where it's all about. Acting like that. Dana White has to know he was going to do that. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. And there well, was yes. a fuck. Dana White loves it. Yeah. There was he somebody. He love him dissing the sponsor, oh, no. but he loves everything else. Yeah. I want to say it was Tom Lawler, I heard, in the preliminary card, brought out one of his guys on a dog collar. That is WWE, if and anything. That's just retarded. It's retarded, but it's WWE. It's, it's show. And that's exactly what you expect Lesnar to bring. Well, you should also go talk to Tom Lawler if that was indeed him. Um, but look, I don't, I don't blame Lesnar for getting pissed off. I don't blame him for yelling at Lesnar after or, uh, at Mir after he won. Now, where it took a bad point was when the crowd started booing. He shouldn't have flipped him off. That I don't I don't care if he yells at Mir. He can do that all day. I just, I, but the flipping off was wrong, and then he went off the handle during the interview. I just and I, uh, you know what? Fuck him. I'll give him this one, and I hope he keeps himself in check. Yeah, in the future. he was not as you, long as you give it to him. You got to be respectful. Look, you, can, you didn't you, give it to him. It, I'm Dana know. White Jr. I make the rules. You can beat a guy's ass, but you need to be respectful afterwards. You already got to punch him in the face. There's no need to talk shit after the fight. Yeah, you've already especially proved, when he's probably out no, of it anyway. You've already proved you're a better fighter than him, and you beat his ass. I would agree. You don't really need to just talk shit. But I don't have a problem with it immediately after in general either. 
a little bit of uh, well, no, like what they, at, in the interview afterwards where he's like he had a horseshoe up his ass yeah that and was I ridiculous. took it out and I beat him over the head oh with yeah it. yeah yeah all of that was ridiculous um, I'm saying immediately after the fight yeah, if you're well, you saying still like, got emotion that's like the yeah. Dan Henderson hit sure it's gonna happen exactly but right. in that I'm interview yes afterwards you gotta get yourself under control there was a uh, show some sportsmanship there's a Yahoo Sports article about that talking about. You know, it is cage fighting, so things get out of control sometimes. But yeah. their sportsmanship has been one thing that's kept them from being just like a crazy-ass rogue sport. Mm-hmm. And so if Lesnar's going to start acting like that, it's going to give them even a worse image, which is probably true. And unfortunately, I mean, this is 100, so probably more people watched it than would have normally. And unfortunately, I hope this doesn't give a, bad, a worse name to the UFC than they've had in the past. I mean, it can't be worse than they used to have. But, mm. you know, I hope it doesn't affect them negatively. And despite the fact they have a ridiculous, almost monopoly on this on the sport, um, I like Dave's idea that he presented over uh, IM of them buying Affliction and having two leagues, then having like cool. a championship. Well, they've got WC. I mean, I, but I guess they don't have WC doesn't have like heavyweight, do they? They no, don't fight they each don't. other though. I'm saying fight the UFC fighters versus the Affliction fighters. Yeah, like the playoff. That'd be kind of cool. Kind of like you do NFC AFC. Like when they did uh, WWF versus uh, WCW. Then when whatever they bought it was. The, when they yeah. bought them. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever that was. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that would be kind of cool. But I, I don't like the, I don't like UFC also having a monopoly on the on the sport either, um, because and they're doing bad things. It for looks the like sport. eventually they're going to get Fedor. Yeah, it looks it's, like they're going to try to make it happen. That. Yeah, yeah. Once it, they do that, they will have they will actually have probably all the top fighters in each weight class. They'll <laughs> actually have them all in their own league. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sucks. Because really right now, if you look at like Sherdog or almost anyone's top pound for yeah. pound fighters, it's the top guys are all UFC except Fedor, who is, and a couple of the like super welterweights, mm-hmm. super super lightweights that aren't they yeah. don't even have. You could say it kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's good that they will actually fight each other since no, they're all in the same is. league. I mean, you kind of say I say that, but then again, the NFL is a monopoly, also, of course, and I all the sports leagues are really they are they are. I mean. Very rarely has has a competitive league ever survived. Look at the AFL. See, I'm just uh, saying it sucks that they're like, well, they got merged in. The thing yeah, that, I know, but uh, okay. The uh, was it? What was the one in the 70s? Um, I don't know. There was a competitive league that the NFL then bought out. The thing that the sucks AFL. about it being okay. Thing, that's what I was talking about. See, but I said that then oh, they. Okay. It's different them out. than that though because all those teams you have your league and yeah. your your you know different sections or whatever. Yeah. And you pretty much play everybody. You yeah. have a chance to play everybody in your league or whatever. And eventually you work your way around, and you pretty much it's an even playing field as far as who's who's playing who. Maybe not the teams themselves are even. I know. But like if you're in the NFL, you're going to have a shot at the Super Bowl. Yeah. The problem with UFC is a lot of it is marketing. It's not all skill. It's true. You don't know where the championships come from. Lesnar has three fights and he gets a UFC belt. Like it's just matchmaking between the people that own the company. Yeah. I'm just it, saying though. It would be like well, it would, it would kind of it would be no. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's cool that the top guys can fight each other. Yeah. But then you're going to have guys that aren't the top guys fighting just because they're marketable. It's oh, yeah. it's like the NFL being like, we're just going to have every Sunday we're going to have the Colts play Patriots. the Patriots every single Sunday yeah. because that's going to get the highest ratings. Yeah, that's it's true. It's all about ratings. It's not about let's see who's actually – it is some about let's see who's the best. Yeah. But the main thing is still about money and ratings, and that's what the NFL is, but they found a way to make it – a little bit more fair where you get everyone kind of has a shot at everyone else. That's true. That's true. That's but, very, very I mean, true. the NFL does the same thing as far as like making the marquee matchups on, mm-hmm. you know, Monday nights and Thursday nights and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But I, and I mean, they have an undercard and then they have the people that they yeah, don't show it, in the, in the pay-per-views they and do. they all get to fight. I'm, I know that they don't get as much money. And, Not even and I understand close. that. 
Um, and maybe a union, maybe a union should be there because there is a union in the NFL and the Major League Baseball and everything else. I'm not saying they shouldn't have a union, but I do kind of like the fact that they're all together in the same league. Um, and I don't know. I, I just, like I that like too. That. I just wish it was run by different people. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem is in the NFL though. At least when you get to the playoffs, you know by record who's going to match up with who, right? Playoffs. Um, <laughs> but in the UFC, there are no playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, and so yeah, you know I, people's record, but it doesn't always make sense. I do wish there was some kind of playoff system. It's kind of like 25% record and 75% what Dana White and the Zufas believe should happen. Yeah. No, I understand that. And I do wish there was and that's some, frustrating. There and was it's some like, better neutral way to determine well, and it. And yeah. it's like when it's run by them, it's like who they get along with. Kind of like that 100 countdown. Yeah. You're never going to have Frank Shamrock or Tito Ortiz fighting in there again because they can't get along with them. Which I understand that, too. Yeah. When they have a monopoly on all the best fighters, it kind of takes away from it when there's a couple... Kind of like Fedor right now. Yeah. When there's one or two fighters that are really badass, but they yeah. can't get a deal done, or yeah. the fighters just don't want to fight for them, you're never going to get to see them fight. So there's yeah. a question that, about... There's, there's good things and bad things. True. I have a question about Fedor. Good thing, they've brought the sport farther than it's ever abs- been before. Absolutely, I mean, they have. I agree with that. They've done more for the sport than anyone else absolutely. ever has. And Dana White, despite the fact but that I don't like a lot of things, comes he does, with its downfalls. Yeah, it does. So about Fedor, I have never I seen him get a fight. text message. Is the fact that he has such a good record because he fights in a weaker league? No, he, he's fought a lot of badasses. He's fought. He's fought. He's he, now he's defeated three UFC champs. Okay, X ones after they've been kicked out. Okay, and then he's about to fight Josh Bartnett, who used to be a UFC champ. Also, his only loss is because of a cut. Yeah, he oh, is. Really? Dude, See, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, him. he's a badass. All right, he's thirty and one, and that like I said, no, I knew, I knew that. I knew that, but I'm he's saying fought the all these guys him. that they yeah. brought over now, like uh, Nogueira, mm-hmm. when he was at his prime. Okay, okay, he fair beat enough. him. All right, he beat. Um, what do you think of the Nogueira Randy Couture fight? Uh, who cares? They're both old. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> it's going to be it'll like be an okay fight, but. Eh, it doesn't really have any effect on anything. It'll be like watching the old folks' home go it's at like, it. It's like Liddell and and uh, Vandaly Silva. Yeah. They both have lost like six matches in a row. Who cares? Yeah. If they're finally fighting each other. It would have mattered if they fought five years ago when they were both at their peak of their game. Yeah. Now, eh, it'll be okay. It'll be interesting to see them fight. but eh. It'll be in the seniors division. Yeah. So are we going to uh, spend $450 a piece and go see UFC 103? Hell to the no. That should be interesting. I wonder how... Are they going to hold it? You can spend $450 on each of us and take us. Is it going to be at the American <laughs> Nylon Center? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to fill that place up. I doubt With it. The either. price of those tickets? The cheap seats are 50 That's a little yeah, bit insane. We'll know, do man. like they do in Vegas where they say it's sold out even though it's not. That place is too big for... for that I'm, place is too well, big for no, UFC what they'll fight. do is... They'll court it off, yeah, probably to only seat a quarter of what it normally seats, and then I'd say that's they'll out. say that's sold yeah. out. I would go if it was like fifteen bucks, but I'm not going to go for fifty bucks or four hundred fifty. I might bucks. pay. I might pay fifty bucks if it was a close. Seat. Well, fifty bucks was ringside. Yeah, and that's yeah. for like the nosebleeds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Boxing is the same way. Oh yeah. It's uh, if you're a rich guy, you can get anywhere. Just kind of sucks because it would be fun to. They're going to get yeah. people to go because people will be like, "Well, it's cheaper than flying to Vegas and then buying a ticket." This is true. Yeah, this is true. Well, and it's Dallas. It'll be a place to be. That's true. There's plenty of rich people here. They'll, so they'll, so they'll go. It'll be there. just like Vegas, where there's a, a bunch of rich people up close. They don't really give a shit about the right. fight. Yeah. And then all the people that care are up in the nosebleeds where they can't even see. Yep. Maybe we can get an interview with uh Goldie Golderson. I doubt it. I and Joe doubt Rogan. It. Maybe he'll wear his cool affliction T-shirts that maybe get are like seven inches loose around his neck. Maybe we can get Bruce Buffer to actually announce us. He, and he's Goldie gay. is like one of the goofiest looking guys when he dresses in his casual wear. I've never seen him. He looks ridiculous. Why does he wear casual wear? 
like when he's not doing the show, and he's not in a suit. I've always seen him in his. He suit, wears his yeah. badass. No, he wears like shirt. the toe-to-toe shirts, and they have like the it's like the soft fabric that's all worn out, and the collar's yeah. like this wide around his neck. Yeah. He looks he, like Does he's he trying those? to he's trying to dress like the fighters fight, but he doesn't look like a fighter. Does he, he wear like the press the conference fight? or something? I saw I've seen him a couple times. <sighs> yeah. They have him on the end of the video game when you complete a season. Yeah, awesome. he's doing a talk and he's dressed all coolster. <laughs> He looks like a Okay, so he talks like that. There's a UFC. Another successful round for the first time. So we have a big announcement tonight. We're not out go out yet, um, but we do have a big announcement. Uh, which we will get to after this. Oh, yeah. Uh oh. Failure like usual. Which we will talk about after this. Or after this. Or after you're this. listening to the break room, your mom goes to college. Or after this. It's new Zuckus or LOM, an Imperial TIE fighter pilot, three of 48 action figures from Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back collection, each sold separately. And now, from Star Wars New Revenge of the Jedi collection, it's Admiral Ackbar, not yet available in any store, but free with six proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on special mark packs at participating stores. Offer expires January 31st, 1983. New 4 LOM, Zuckus, Imperial TIE fighter pilot, and other action figures, each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back collection. What if the show didn't go on? We're back. The break room. What if we all got jobs and got to bed before dawn? On the Breakout Media Network. What if old Joe had to retire? What if all the stagehands were let go for fun? Welcome back to the break room episode 149. Got Casey in the chat room. The only attendee. One or four or niner. One four or niner. I don't know. Whatever. That's what it is. So Dave was a bit of an ass earlier. Me? And made the proclamation. Made a proclamation about our big announcement. There you go. Ah. And we, this episode originally was going to be just a car review and then we made a decision today um started by a me big decision started by dustin um but when which, it, it was something that everyone's been thinking for a while yeah it was just you <laughs> don't try to drag us into this dustin nah. basically said and this is this part is true this part is true he was going to go he's going to go start bowling and start uh soccering it up and he basically said after 150 that he was like he broached the subject of ending the show, yeah. and basically said that no matter what happens, he was out after 150. I did say that. He did say that. Um, Dave wasn't going to be able available the following week. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. The long or short of it is, Dave was soon to be unavailable permanently. Dave anyway. is going to have a kid um, soon enough, and yeah, will be unavailable the few months. Hopefully, the next within, few months within the next nine months at least. And me, I really got nothing going on, but. Uh, he can't do it without us. Right. I don't want to do it without the other two of them. So the fact of the matter is the, the three of us, while we've definitely got more listener involvement in the last few months, which has been greatly appreciated. We love you all. Um, we're just, our hearts aren't in it as much as it used to be. Uh, it's n- not at the forefront of our minds. And, not at all. Uh, 
you know, we just don't put the effort into it that we used to. It's at the forefront and, um, of my ass. <laughs> and so, we put unfortunately, a cheeks, maybe. unfortunately, episode 150 will be our last episode uh, forever. And uh, I know it's going to upset some people, and, and I apologize. Especially Unless we come back as another show named another thing. Well, that's and always we'll possible. We'll just forward the feed. Yeah. Um, but most likely we're done, at least most, with this show. Most likely the, this we're... This show's done no matter what. As the break room is, our Woo! week-to-week show Woo! is done. The, the break room is done Yes. Um, with episode one. And it's not coming back as Media Sharks it's not, or any of that bullshit. It's not. It's now, really done. It's really, really done. We're not relaunching an episode <gasps> the next week with a different show. Um, you know, we've talked briefly, ever so briefly, about doing something else on a monthly basis. Maybe. Maybe, but it would be very different. It would, there would be no drops. There would, you know, wouldn't be any of this, this wackiness that we do now. Um, it would be a, an extremely different right. format. But gasoline, uh, high five. So, anyways, out, go out, go huh? out. So there'd be none of that. There'd no be none out, of that. Out. No. Um, so episode one fifty is our last, uh, which will be next Thursday. We will do a live show. It's uh, a sad day. It is a sad day, but a sad day. I figure. But it's exciting. Doing How long have we been doing it? It's years. been almost three and a half years. Yeah, it was three years in March. And 50 episodes it'll be after the yeah. next one. Week to week. I think, I will say this. Let We've me make very consistent. Let me make this proclamation here. Outside of maybe outside the cinema, I'm going to say that we have been, at least on Pop Syndicate, probably not in the Potosphere, one of, probably the most consistent podcast on Pop Syndicate. Oh, yeah. It's no been around question. for a I mean, long time. Yeah, there were a couple times where we went a couple weeks without shows. I don't know about, we have shows. like a million podcasts on there now. I don't know any That's of their history. Look, it's fact. But it's fact. We are one of the original podcasts. It, it is fact. We were one of the original podcasts. Um, you know, we never skipped multiple months. Unfortunately, we you know. We took a couple long breaks. We didn't. Now and then we we got a little burned like, out. We did. We powered through it. We you know, unfortunately. Around, we almost quit a few times. We did. Never we, did. We very close to quitting yeah. a number of times. Oh, yeah. You know, paperback radios had their their struggles, and outside the cinema is currently having their own. Um, I know F13 is going through some bad times well, right now. Cinema Diabolica. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Outside cinema. Sorry. Cinema Diabolica. I know F13 has had a, a tough time in recent months um, with some personal stuff, so. Uh, Cinema Diabolica, you know, um, has not been on track, and and luckily for us, we have not had to go through stuff like that. Uh, we well, have been we power through. Exactly. We we have been very steady, and we uh, don't let it affect our show. You know, until now. <laughs> That's now not the, because we have anything going on. Now the weight is too much on our shoulders. Yeah, it's just because we don't care so much anymore. Just it, it's here. it's mostly a lack. Yeah, it's mostly a lack of caring and. Maybe I hope that doesn't show, but it probably does. And uh, the creativity is just not there what it used to be. No, so. we don't do any bits anymore. We don't. We do. We don't do. Don't, any don't do an intro. Don't yeah. do any of that shit. We do. Yeah. We pull an old intro from like two years ago and don't even give a fuck what's <laughs> on it. Next week, though, on the last show, I will put a teaser to this. We're gonna try to call Angela Kinsey from the office. Oh, you should have saved the name for next week. Yeah. We're gonna call a big know. celebrity. Let him know. She's not gonna. She's our not probably our anyway. most downloaded episode will, of all we time. We will try to call her as our a surprise. best interview. Yeah. Our, our biggest interview. Yeah. So we're gonna try to give her a call next week just to say goodbye. Yeah. Now here's what we she want. She may not answer. We haven't tried her number since we talked she, to her. But we're she gonna won't try care her. that we're leaving. But probably we'll still, not. We'll still talk she's to her still, anyway. She still needs to know. Yeah. She does. <laughs> We've given her a lot of publicity. The impact she had on our lives. Now, um, we will each pick our own favorite moment in the next week from previous episodes. And Maybe we'll, we'll air that. We don't have much commitment. We, I think so we'll probably, we'll we can probably commit to that. We can probably we can at least talk about it. Um, we'll try to pull those bits, and uh, you know what we would like from you guys is two things. One. 
Um, two voicemails from each of our regular listeners. And if you're not so regular, you can still call. But two voicemails. Good God. Two voicemails. Here's why. Let me explain. That's a lot to ask. First voicemail, if, if you would like, you don't necessarily need to leave two, but if you would like to leave two, the first one would Do be, whatever you want, really. Um, Take maybe, a break and play some If you would like between. to say something about us, whatever. If you'd like to be beaten. Tell us your favorite moment, memories, whatever. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. The second one is really what's more important. And basically is we want you to say... Uh, Gasoline high five out go out. Okay? You can say that in the first one though if you want. If you want to, I really don't want to take time splitting up, so I'm gonna ask you. Or to you do cannot two say it at all. Um, so demanding for someone quitting the show. Look, I'm very. I'm very. Do they demanding. want a last episode? I think they That's do. That's true. That's true. Therefore, it requires two voicemails. But at least we would like to hear from all you guys. If we um, don't get two voicemails from every regular listener, we're not doing the last <laughs> show. This will be it. <laughs> we we have definitely appreciated all of your interaction, and we would like to get it one more time. So. Uh, we hope to see. We will be here 730 uh, Central Standard Time next Thursday. Uh, what day is that? Um, next Thursday is the 23rd. Uh, so, yeah, uh, 23rd, 730. We will be at our uh, in our chat room with the camera on. Uh, you can find that uh, in the forums at popsyndicate.com. We will always post links, and we'll try to post that um, a few days in advance this next time. Out, go, out, out, go, out. So give us a call, 214 329 High five. Uh, email us, breakroom.gmail.com. 214-329-9827. <laughs> it's worth putting out to hear that again. Find out at crawlspeed.net or email us at webmaster at crawlspeed.net. Pranglers on official home on the web and uh, twitter.com slash chopper dave twitter.com slash the mark and if you'd like for one more week twitter.com slash the break room that might stay up and myspace.com slash the break room that'll stay up too probably it probably will it probably all will right. yeah, so we'll leave the we, and we will leave the feed up for those of you who, you know want to grab all the right. episodes gasoline for yeah. a while download each episode a million times Go. yeah that way it looks we like get a million still ep- really if we popular. get a million downloads from each episode we might come back it might but probably Any, not. Uh, so we love you guys. Um, we will talk to you next week. Here's still uh, I hate everyone that I do not approve of. See you then. And unless you're in my immediate circle, I do not approve of you. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you incur my wrath. And I approve all of you. Yeah, I thought those were fish tacos. I don't know. I I really what what's a fish taco? I don't know what that means. Fish taco. <laughs> Cheese volley. Pow. Wait. What happened to the dance hour? Too sad. Pow pow.